0: Hello everyone, welcome here tonight. So today we're hosting a new episode with four special guests who will present themselves as we go along. So first guest.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Gracelyn.
2: Hi guys, Hi. my name is Chidera, you can call me Dara DD.
3: <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Naomi, you can call me
4: Neo. Hi guys, my name is Demi. You can call me Demi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So thank you everyone for coming here today. The topic we're discussing today is um, feminism in marriage. Feminism in marriage. Today we to introduce our first tweet, which is opening the conversation for this episode.
2: Okay, so a tweet by our famous Nigerian at Solomon underscore Bichi says, Feminism and Christianity cannot go together, especially in a biblical marriage. Marriage isn't a place to seek equality, according to secular advocacy. It's a place to play God's given distinctive complementary roles with joy. Anyone who goes into marriage for equality will suffer.
0: It doesn't work at the end. (sighs) So that was a very long tweet. Some you talk somewhere about um, equality, about the roles. Yeah. Can you read that part again, please? Okay. So mm. it says, marriage isn't a place to seek
2: equality, according to secular advocacy. It's a place to play God's given distinctive complementary roles with joy. So what are God's given complementary roles? So um, I believe it's women should first. It says man and woman should submit to it themselves to each other. Then it says the woman should submit to the man, and then the man should love his wife as Christ loved the church. Okay. So, those are the giving rules. So, both of you submit yourself, and the man loves you as Christ loved, it, loved the church, and the woman submits to you. Woman should not submit to any boy, he's <laughs> your husband only. <laughs> not just anyhow, boys,
0: not boyfriends, husband and was According to me personally, I understand the idea of this town, the town. understand where it came from. But personally, I don't know the guy. I've never heard of him. But his tweet had a defensive tone. He wanted to create conversation. He wanted to create like, negative conversation. He wanted people to come around and fight and panic. Because the way he said it, he wasn't trying to educate anyone. He was just trying to come and start a fight. What do you think about it? I
2: can't really tell. But I do actually feel like what he's saying is right, in a sense, but it only applies to men that actually do have the fear of God and actually do show love, like that love their wives as Christ loved the church. You can't be beating your wife and insulting your wife and, you can't be beating your wife and insulting your wife and
0: maltreating her and expecting her to submit to you, it's not going to work and is the person writing these tweets, does he fit the criteria of whatever he just described? We don't think so. We don't know what goes on in his
2: marriage. <laughs> we only know what he tweets for the general public to see. But, yeah. Let's not judge anyone. Yeah, let's let's not 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 judge anyone.
0: anyone. Safe space, safe space. Safe space. Does anyone want to add anything?
4: I want to judge him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe? I feel like the way he said it was like you know how like he was he was saying i am the one that deserves the respect i'm a man god made me a man i was born into this earth as a man sadly you are born into it as a woman and that sucks for you so you have to submit to me that's the tone i got from it i understand the biblical perspective I it was like submit to each other but that's not what he said he said like women are the slaves kneel down and bow down to your master man
3: I feel like, you know, the way we learned in SSC, like about like reading things, like academic, like not academic, like academic writing with with like bias when you read it, read it with bias. Um, one of my things that, that like, shocks me is the fact I said, it can never work. Yeah. Like it's an absolute, like it can never work. Like it's just, it's like a recipe for failure, like it's damaged, like, no. And I just feel like that's so extreme. Like that's so extreme. I'm continuing from what Demi said. It's like, yes, I'm a man, so it favors me. So I'm going to tell you, it's not gonna work. But have has he, if he wants to look at it bias, and he's on the other end, wouldn't he want to have a more open conversation
1: about it? So what I think our attitude is that based on what he said. It's more of, like, I feel like it's that kind of thing where it's, like, you've tweeted your own, like, to you. Okay, I believe this This is a fact. I don't necessarily think he said it as a... I don't think he tweeted it for a conversation. Like, obviously, he knew people would would react and say stuff, but I don't think he tweeted it because of conversation. I just think he tweeted it as in, this is what I believe, this is a fact, like, this is what I believe. Like, if you want to give your opinion, you can, but... Based on me, this is what I go by. And I mean that is what he thinks, like that is that's like what he believes. But based on based on what's based on what he said based on what he said, um I like I don't think there's I don't think there's equality in marriage. Not cause not because anyone is below anyone, but because like based on biblical based on biblical like and how a marriage should be is more like both parties have their roles to play, and none is above the other. But I wouldn't necessarily still call it equality because they can't both be playing the same role at the same time, and can't equally be playing the same role at the same time because it's more like they both have different, imp- and the, the both the roles both parties play are important, and they are both necessary for the marriage to actually, like work out and be like be fruitful, and also the stuff where it's like. The man needs to love the wife, because if you see the way the Bible says it, that is the first thing that needs to happen. The submission comes after the love. The man loving the wife, like Christ of the church, is the first thing. Is the same thing like Jesus loved us, so He died for us. That is why we are saved, and that is why we choose to believe in Him and surrender our lives to Him, because He first loved us, not because we surrender to Him. And then, if He, he even though he loves us or not, but he, the first action that needs to be there is love. And based on what the Bible says, love is love is patient, love is kind, love is forgiving, love is trustworthy, love is like does like if a man embodies what love actually is, then yes, in that situation, I don't think his wife that also loves him would think twice to submit to him, not necessarily, oh I'm your slave, but I choose, like, if I'm in a situation, I will go to you for advice. And whatever you tell me, I'll actually be like, okay, that actually makes sense. I'll actually want advice from you. Like, if I want if I want to do something, I'll actually want your input, that kind of thing. But not necessarily, oh, I'm your slave. Like, I'll worship you. What do you want me to do? I'll do it for you. But I feel if it's in that sense, then I get what he means. But he not, he not said it in a way that I don't think he wanted the public to understand. He just wanted to give his facts. Like, he never even give an explanation, nothing. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. Okay, so
2: removing it from the context of who said it, who didn't say it, I do feel like feminism actually can't work in marriage. Because just like Gersin said, we all have in marriage. Everybody has their individual role to play. God did not give the woman... Oh it's God not said to the woman love your husband love your husband. He said to the man to love the husband and he said to the woman to submit to the man. So we can't come and be fighting for equality in marriage. Just like Gersin said again, if the man actually embodies what love is, then nothing is going to stop a woman that has a fear of God from submitting to her husband and i feel like in this time that we are in submission has the word the definition of submission has been has been what's the word um like destroyed like kind of like misunderstood people think of submission as oh bow down to me or be my slave that's not really what i don't think that's what god was trying to say um i think he was trying to say for example i won't i'm not saying this what he was trying to say but let's say for example if my husband loves me so much and he does like he's there for me he gives me good advice he he's like he's just a loving person he loves according to the way the bible says you should love just like christ loved the church then if he says oh let's do this I'll follow him because I'm supposed to submit to his will. He's the head of the family and sometimes females like us ladies we we want to have our way but at the same time we also want our husbands to be the head of the house. So how would you how would you pair that together because you want a man that is strong, you want a man that is this, you want a man that is that. If Amrabash enter your house now you want the man to to stand in and fight for you. By the end of the day, you're quarrelling with him because you want to be the head. You want to have a say you want to stand at the top and be the ogre of the house. But that's not your role. Your role is to love, to to be like. I don't I don't know what I don't know the word to use, but it's not to be the head of the house. That's the the work of the husband. I would say. So I just feel like submission has gotten like a bad name and it scares women. And to be fair, it's not our fault. It's the way men have turned everything to be like, oh, we have to be their slaves and kneel down and save them food in tray and kneel down and feed them and watch them eat and wash their hands for them and bait them as if they're small children. But
0: it is what it is. So in this part of the, of the episode, I just want to bring in the definition of submission. According to Oxford Dictionary, submission is the action of accepting or yielding to a superior force or the will or authority of another person. So you submit to, some, to something or someone that is superior to you. Mm-hmm. So if man and woman submit to the church, the church is above them. And it's woman submit to man, that means man is above the woman. But well,
2: remember that the first thing before God says woman submits to husband and husband love is both of you should submit to each other. So there's origin there's an original submission. Don't forget that. So the man is submitting and loving. The woman is submitting and submitting.
0: Exactly, because whenever people bring in this verse, they mm. never talk about never the, the man the man submitting to the woman. So it's always like, Oh, okay, you can love me. Okay, I will love you and you will submit to me. And I'm like, bruh, it's not equal. Because if you, you have think to of- submit
2: to each other
0: first. It says that
3: if at the beginning God said we should both submit, then why are we not equals then? If we are both submitting. Exactly. like If we are both submitting to each, other. to each other, then we are both the same. We are both the same level and we are both equals. We can carry out different roles, but at the end of the day, we see it as an equal thing. I look at you as I look at my friend in equality. I never look at Cindy now as my friend and say, I'm higher than her or she's higher like in superiority than me. We respect each other. She comes to me for advice. I come to her for advice. We take both each other's advice. And I know that relation, marriage is different from a friendship. But um, the fact that we both respect, which can be respect, submit, we both do it to each other. So don't, doesn't that mean we are both equal to each other? I feel like I I personally get the whole submission and the whole thing, but the thing about equality that's when it kind of it kind of draws me back because I feel like when you tell someone that they are superior to you, they feel like they have an advantage over you, and then they feel like they can now do things their way, and you can't you can't tell them what they are doing is wrong because they feel like they are superior to you, and that just I feel like that is where conflict starts to work out because. Mm-hmm. You then feel like you can give me advice but I can't I can't I don't have a say. Who am I? Like that is one thing. And I feel like uh, the Bible actually begins with we should both submit to each other, then doesn't that mean we are both like equal to each other to both want to submit? Like don't we have both the same power to
1: want to submit to each other? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can like I get what you mean. I actually get what you mean because if we are both submitting, then that brings like an automatic balance of equality which is actually which is actually true. But I feel like I feel like yes. I would say yes when it comes to both submission submitting. It's literally both of you choosing to because of the respect you choose to submit to each other. And because of the respect you see each other as kind of equal. Because at the end of the day both of you come to become one. And if you're one you have to be on the same kind of playing field because you respect each other. Like because your husband, because you're something to your husband, does not mean your husband is see you as lower. And one thing we should also remember is that submission is basically you embodying um, humility, and and humility itself is is symbolizes Christ. Like humility is walking the way of Christ, being humble. And one thing we should remember is being humble requires a certain level of strength. And not everyone, you need to be, you need to have a certain level of, would I say, um, you need to be at a certain certain level, like, like not anybody can be strong, not anybody can have strength. And when you look at someone that has strength, you see the person as, oh, this person's like, I wouldn't say you see the person as higher, but it's like when someone has strength, like that person is really up there. So for the fact that you're able to be humble to each other, I feel like it just shows something more powerful. And yes, that you're right, It can actually be equality in that submission and in in that like submission but it's not necessarily the equality it's not the equality that we know now in the world because equality we see in the world is a whole different equality in like different equality to equality like God actually intended in the Bible but yes I would say this equality in the sense of how God intended it, but it's not, the equality we seen the world now is very distorted
0: compared to, like, what God said for marriage. I have a question. Okay. So, why is it that, because, once again, I'll just go back to that verse that said, like, man and woman submit to each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, in society, women are conditioned to always remember the part of the verse where they have to submit to the man, and they are conditioned to always be submissive. But you never hear people reminding men of their the part, the role that they have to play. You never hear or hear yeah, or things that say, Oh, men, you should love your wives. I rarely ever see posts on dating that ask men to love your wife, but every single day I find it too, that say, Oh, traditional women, do you cook, do you clean, do you dance, do you shake?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: because the world
2: is a is ruled by men, is a part we are living in a patri- patriarchal, yeah. patriarchal S- society. Society, yeah, that's a, that's why I feel like it's mm-hmm. the way it is because to be fair most times you look like men control the narrative of the yeah. world so that's why but I wanted to say something in response to what Naomi said so hmm, let me try remember what I wanted to say so yeah you're asking like so you're saying like if um the bible said both men and women should be equal then doesn't that mean that we're equal in like that they're already equal so basically I feel like the thing is not looking at it in terms of equality we should look at it in the terms that firstly my first thing i'm going to say is feminism is something of the world is is a construct of the world marriage is a biblical institution there are two different things the world and the world don't mix together that's the first thing we should know Feminism, yes, is good in the place of work. As per, if I'm doing the same thing as you're doing, if I'm carrying ten, if a woman is carrying ten blocks and a man is carrying ten blocks, you should not go and pay the man ten k and pay me five k naira yeah. because I'm a woman. That's normal. But in in marriage, God has said that the man should love the the his wife, and I feel like that's an even that's stronger. That's is more mm-hmm. like loving, loving your wife as Christ loved the church. Is being able to die for your wife. That is more than submitting. That's more than. To be fair, that even if submission was to kneel down and prostrate every morning, that is less than somebody coming into your house as an armed band saying, "Who should I shoot?" and shooting the husband instead of you. That is what loving your wife as Christ loved the church is, because Christ died for us. So if your husband, your husband, your your husband's role is to be ready to die for you at any time, and for him to take up that role, he has to be serious. And that's why if your husband is actually taking up that role, it won't be hard for you to submit as a wife. It won't be hard because you see it as the least you can do because to love someone to that extent is so great. And that's why if you're looking at feminism as per, we should be equal. It means you're coming into the marriage as per, Oh, if Amber should come to this house now I say who should I should I'll be ready to stand up, and I'm not sure women want to do that. Yes, you might love your husband, but that's not your rule like the what's the analogy about Christ being the head and the church being the body if If your husband is the head and you are the body, let's say you and your children are the body. The first thing someone does when they look at you is they look at your face, they look at the husband first. As a woman, would you want them to look at you first and look at your husband after you? That means you're on top of the house. You are in charge. You want to, if cockroach is flying, you, you want to kill it. <laughs> if, I know, got, if you want to stand and protect your family. Women don't want that. I'm I'm sure women don't want that responsibility. If you want it, then that means you should be a man. But that's not what God created you to be. You created you to be a woman. And to be a woman, you need to be that a wife let me not say a woman, a wife. I so think that's a very important point. Yes. Yeah. so it's, woman it's about the wife and the husband, sorry, not woman. Yeah. But as a woman, you're training to be a wife. So you should already
0: start learning. Are we training to be wives mm, as it's women?
2: Not like training, but like you're going to be a wife, so you should have this at the back of your mind.
0: So if I'm not going to be a wife, I, I should have it at the back it's of, the test of my it's mind. Test yeah, but if you're, if you're not going to marry, then you
2: don't need to submit to any man. No oh, it is true. That's that's something that is very You just yeah. You just, you just need to be respectful as a person yes. but you don't need to submit to any man because the Bible I hope you got wife it. and husband, <laughs> not woman and man. Exactly. If I'm dating you as my boyfriend, I'm not supposed to. Not, obviously, I'm supposed to pay you respect as a human. I'm not supposed to disrespect you. But at the same time, I'm not supposed to be submitting yeah. to you yet. Because that ring ain't on my finger. do submit to Yes,
0: submit sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, to them. I have That's two questions, just... but I just remember one for now. I, okay. If I remember the other one, I'll ask. Do you think men love women the way they are supposed to?
1: Can I, can I answer?
0: So, I was this is literally first I was meant to jump on, but
1: before I see this point, I was going to echo what Chira said about the man being the head and the woman is described as the neck. So, you're literally the one, you're literally the one, so like the man is going to stumble without you. Like, literally, like, if in, if a man needs advice, if you see, like, I don't know, for me, like, actually, I'm just going to use an example. So, I know this copyright, and the way they talk about it, other it's more like the man says stuff like. If I need advice, I go to my wife and I trust her her guidance. I trust like her judgment and stuff. Because I submit to her own I like I trust like what she says is like and this let's let's get it that this this um whole act of submission and the man being the head is only works Properly and efficiently in a godly marriage, only in a marriage where God godly is the center. center. Because if God is the center, it will be easy. Like yeah, if God is the center, easy. But if God is not the center, it's just going to be infiltrated with all these other things of the world, all these world um, all these other Worldly world
0: constructs. You talked about submission being um, easier in a in a marriage where God is at the center because mm-hmm. if God is at the center, it makes things so much easier. Mm-hmm. But I just want to to ask like that's a curious question. What do you think is the obsession with submission? Because as as much as submission is something that is written in the Bible, it's not only Christian people that always come on and are always talking about submission. So what do you think people that are non-Christian are still obsessed with that same idea of submission? The
2: heart of man is evil. <laughs> the Bible literally says it in the Old Testament. So basically, you know how people take part of the scripture and twist it to... Yeah. It their narrative. Just like how you were saying, oh, why is it that every time they're always saying women should submit, women should submit, and nobody ever talks about how men should love their wives as Christ loved the church. That's just it. People are taking, both people that are Christians or people that are not Christians, they just see it as that's the way the world should be. And already we're living in a patriarchal society, so it just seems like that's a normal thing to do. I feel like that's what everybody is like, oh, that's a normal thing to do. Men rule the world, so who are women to stand, women should should support, they should submit to their men, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that was the context in which it was supposed to be us. But,
1: yeah, look away now. Yeah. I feel like all this, the whole obsession with submission is always coming from men, if I can't think about it. Because I feel like, and if it's always men that don't even know anything about what the Bible says about submission. But because that statement has been turned over the years to favor them, they take it upon their heads to emphasize. And it's always meant that they don't even love their wives properly. Like, they will literally be beating their wives, or they just, they won't, they're not in a place where they will do anything. Because if if a man really loves his wife, like what God intended, intended, they will be, like, a, a husband will be willing to do, anything or whatever for his wife just make like just to be there for his wife like just christ literally did everything for the church like literally up to the point to die for the church even when even in situations where the wife is like if like it's a situation let's say you argue the man should be the first person to apologize let's say we um something wrong happens the man should think of solving the problem like do everything for your wife because you love your wife that kind of thing but it's like men these days they they, they don't have the capacity, no, they cannot. <laughs> men, so that, men, that actually,
2: men that actually love yeah. their wives don't have time to be arguing about. Exactly, about they don't have time Exactly. They are not vicing on
0: social, social media. Exactly. Looking for young girls. Men that go to your they are
1: arguing all like, when um, she saw me, when she But you are not even think, right? What then, time do you have to actually be typing like a woman, when she saw me? Why are you not working for your wife? Why you you not using time to, to love your wife? Literally,
2: I work my wife for your family. Every minute counts. Every minute counts. like, it doesn't take a minute to buy a flower. <laughs> Just do chicken <laughs> and it's
3: gone. So oh, um yeah, I feel like for me personally it's it it has it's God that has to work in me. <laughs> On a serious level it's God that has to work in me to fully understand, get the concept of submission mm-hmm. and like I feel like if it's me, if I want to break the, path, the passage, I'll take the beginning, the first submit, and the love, and I'll walk away. <laughs> and because even in marriage, I'm also called to love, cause I'm also me- you're also meant to love your partner as well. And why I why like I feel like we in the, in society we bring in like feminism into it or like patriarchy into it, because even though even as Christians, we live in the society and we live in a, we live in a society, so we, there's things in society will affect us, but as Christians, we have to decide what part of society we, like, what's in, what's in society makes sense, like, our values, like, from society, I say, okay, this is a morally upright value, like, it's not a, it's not a sin, per se, and stuff, and if i still going to the topic of, like, if it's still on topic of equality, like, one thing I always say is, because of the f- kind of family I grew up in, I have three siblings and I have three three about three daughters. And if we I want we have three about three, three, three girls, like yeah. what three daughters, yeah. So when it comes to like submission and stuff, I've seen I've seen the three of us grow, and I've seen even my mom like do a lot of things, and I've never seen it in a way like where I feel like she's submitting. I always saw how my how my dad as equal people in everything they did and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I, I just believe that in marriage there can be equality, even though we carry out different roles at different times. Sometimes I might do more, sometimes you may do more, but we still see each other as equals and everything. Like no one is superior to anybody. No one makes the other person feel less than they should be, as, as the head or anything. Like, um, even though I'm, um, I'm, I'm a solution finder, you might be in charge of like bringing the money, but I am in charge of finding. The solution. So my input is as far as much as yours. So we are equals in that sense. We are we equally contributed to make that thing a hundred percent. So when it comes to equality, I always see my partner as an equal, and I want them to see me as their equal because we we in strength we might not be equals, but I have something in me that you and that you might not have. So in that way, we complement each other out, and then we have. maybe you brought yourself five percent. And I have bought my five cents and we have made it equal together to make it what we are and stuff like. And I feel like if we keep on with the whole submission thing, because of we are in the world and the world always try and infiltrate the thing, I feel like it's keep making men just feel like they can keep using that as a getaway for their actions and for a lot of things they do. Because I feel like they always go back to it and say, oh, but aren't you meant to submit? But when you now bringing the whole love at well, the church people always try to try to dismiss it because i feel like as humans we can't even become we can't, we can't, as a human being as a human being can you really love another human, human being the way god love loved the church like it took it even took a lot for him to die for the church he went to the God he went to and he prayed he cried it took a lot for him to do that like so you can imagine what the, the kind of training the person has to go through to literally get to that level of Wow! I can I love this person yeah. to the extent of dying love for, for them, them. Like and yeah, like I I feel like when in my increase Christian increase Christian marriage, I feel like everybody ends up coming up with what works for, for them, them. as yeah. a couple and as a, like this thing. And we should all just respect that about like yeah. them and stuff and everything. I just feel like the whole I the whole thing may, even makes young young boys feel like they have. This power, Over. yes, like, and I'm just and, and I feel like it's because they feel like when they get married, they, they already have that power, so it, it's already giving them that. And I'm like, no, we do the same exams, we do have we do, we literally went through almost the same training. You might be stronger, but I can do things you, can, you can't produce, you can never produce breast milk. You <laughs> you like eggs, yeah, so like
1: you can't give it to Yeah, charge, like I'm, to I, I like, might be like,
3: a solution like, finder, you might be the financial support, but at the end of the day, you you trust my judgment as much as I trust your hard work. So it's like, yeah, yeah I feel
2: like that's where the submission, like the good like, biblical yes, submission, is. Comes in. But the problem, I feel like maybe the use of feminism and equality, like, is being used like interchangeably in the conversation yeah. because. To be fair, at this point, at this time, what people that feminists are fighting for is they want to do what men are doing. But what you're giving an example of is you do your own thing, I do my own thing, but it's all working together for one one. good. As Christ, like the man will leave his um, family and become one with his wife. That's a whole different equality thing. That's the whole submitting to each other. But But what many people are calling feminism what many people are calling feminism now is, I want to be at the top the way my husband is at the top.
0: But I disagree. That's not yeah, what yeah. I disagree. No, that's what I'm. Saying. Yeah. I'm not,
2: I, that's I, That's why I didn't say what feminism is. I say yeah. what people yeah, are I taking feminism to be. Started. The actual reason why feminism came up was to because we're living in a patriarchal society, so p- women can actually fight for in their in rights Russia, and get to Trump the
4: top. Wasn't, what is what feminine? What we take it to be? I Does it like, belong in the marriage? No. It says what is. What fem- Does feminism itself belong in a marriage? What is feminism? Not what yeah. we're taking, it, but what is but, it actually?
2: But to, but, to be fair, to but to be fair, the act what it is now is different from what it was before. What the actual thing was. I thought the definition have changed. No, the, def- the, the definition mm-hmm. has not changed. The problem is not about the definition of feminism. The problem is about what people are taking to be feminism yeah. now.
4: There are Christians okay. now killing people on the path of Christians and saying that this is what God wanted. Just because they say that they are Christian doesn't mean they are Christian. Just because somebody does something bad and says they are feminist doesn't make them a feminist. Yeah, but if you're was... not upholding the true definition and values of feminism, are you a feminist? You can claim to be one, but you are not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but the thing is that now many people are seeing what like, the wrong people like.
4: That's like saying all Muslims are like jihadists. Just because you see a lot of them all oh, doing lots of crimes in the world, okay, all Muslims like that, when you know you've met lots of nice, kind, giving, thoughtful Muslim people, you can't just because one is popularized doesn't make it the standard or anything like that. I think
1: yeah. that's what she's saying. She's saying that um
2: he's not referring to feminism as, as, a definition, as, as the definition. definition. He's talking the about misconstruing
1: the that everyone everyone fake feminism. feminists that say they're
4: Because...
1: I feel like just based on knowing the tweets he has been seen and the way he's speaking to a uh, the audience is speaking to are uh, mostly Nigerians and the way
0: feminism is seen in Nigeria is very distorted. Even like yes. even if I talk about Cameron Twitter, like basically every time you're like, Oh, I'm a feminist. No, I can't date a feminist. Your people are crazy. You people are crazy. Like the way the way feminism it, I don't know if it's all over the world, but I know like in my country, the way it's perceived is something that is so negative, like or you just want to be the one shouting over men, or you just want to be the, the one complimenting. That's, that's so it's the way people eat it. it. The con-
2: uh, there's something that um, my pastor always says: when you're thinking about something, think about it in the the, the three C's. But one of them is context and culture. So the context and culture in which he's talking about it is the way he has been misconstrued yeah, by many people. Making that assumption
4: is how I see it. I see that. But she's making
0: the assumption it. because of the person who made the tweet. I'm so saying, okay, yes.
4: okay, but then we are asking the question. He, okay, let's say we agree that he believes that that he's making it from the perspective of his own culture, but he asked the world the question does feminism belong in marriage? Did you he did
0: he ask the question. question. He
2: just tweeted that yeah. feminism doesn't not belong. Oh, so he and said, he said like that the did He didn't ask, ask the question. Statement. He made a statement. He made a statement.
4: Ah, okay, I see what you mean. But you can make that statement, mm-hmm. but I feel like when we discuss it, we don't have the same views of feminism as him, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the way we interpret trans that's what I'm thinking we're discussing about. Yeah. So um, I just had a question that... I forgot my
0: question because I was trying to... Mm-hmm. hold the microphone everywhere. So now we're going to talk about how definition of feminism because before we're talking about feminism in the misconstrued, stand, misconstrued sense, so now we're going to talk about a more consensual definition and I will include the definition of homoxidigibility at some point. I just wanted to say that um, from my point of view women are not trying to take the role of men, women are not trying to dominate men, so every man that thinks that's top you're not the main character. <laughs> women are just trying because you know there's a ladder and there's a glass ceiling and on the ladder they are different depending on your gender depending on your race you're somewhere the ladder so let's say for example we're all black women and are we below or above black men I don't know where we are I but be- I
1: like the last on, on thought we are not part of I'm <laughs> yeah, no no reaching here no, no. like <laughs> <we're so
0: laughs> on the way
1: society sees it where like the, society sees black women like like they looking at
2: us funny.
0: <laughs> so we're just trying our best to jump on the Get next step of there. the ladder, try to reach maybe one day that glass ceiling. So my question is, if women are trying their best to bring the same to. I don't want I don't like to use the, the table. think table but that's the only thing I can think of. So if women are already doing the same thing as men, like doing the same jobs, having the same capacity, doing everything. So why can't men in a marriage try to adapt to the roles women used to do? So let's say for example when I'm married to someone, I always say this thing like I am more than my husband, but you think I'm joking?
3: You <laughs> think <laughs> you're joking, girl?
0: <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I work eight hours every day. Like, I work four days a week, sometimes online, sometimes on vacation, whatever. And I earn my money. And, like, if God wants, I get married to someone and the person is earning less than me. And I'm clearly working more. And the person comes to me and they're like, okay, even though you're earning more, you're working more, because you're the woman, I still expect you to do all these traditional women tasks. So my question would be, why can't you adapt?
2: That's where bringing in, what you can like when I was saying how you bring in something, the other person brings in something. That's exactly. how you figure out what works for your marriage. And exactly. so for example, that's that's some it takes
0: home, I think it, it takes humility, home, yeah. Humor, it takes humility. It takes
2: somebody, Like because men are already built I feel like they're already built to be egoist
3: egotistical. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel the world makes sense. They, I feel like they've the world, given, I feel like it's society that gives men give, that yes. they're not sure because they're not sure yes, that way because I feel like it. ego women have ego mm. women we all have pride. We all have pride, yeah, but they they we're just taught to, 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 to keep the pride inside of inside of us. So, like that's something we have put into perspective as well because they have been taught to not. People have taught them to share, not show that the pride they have. While us, we have been taught to think the other way, yeah. which is already a yeah. wrong way of thinking. Which sh- mm-hmm. both people should have been taught that pride is not a good characteristic. Is usually one of the things God said we shouldn't have. have yeah, so yeah. both both men and women should have been taught that no, no one should have pride.
2: Yeah, and because it just depends on how you decide to
3: navigate your
2: marriage. That's a discussion you have to have within your marriage. Because I've seen this couple on TikTok <laughs> that at some point so they got married and then the guy was still in school and the wife was and his wife was working so his wife was the sole winner at that time and he was in school and he would come back and i don't think they had their child at that time but he would be he could make dinner he could do all the stuff exactly and, and then when i think they were living in china at that point i think that's what he said and then when they moved to the u.s he was done with school they moved to the u.s he got a higher paying job and the roles switched he became the one providing for the family, and she just she was just there, relaxing, doing whatever she wanted to do. Now that is a decision you make as a family, like yourself, and you don't allow ex- any external voices to whisper into your
0: external your home. voices because you don't know the amount of stories I've heard. Like when I was growing up, when I was going to school, whatever you always used to put the weirdest stories on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget the story of this man. He went to. There's this thing like we call um family meetings. We go to the village, like when you have a problem with your wife, I don't know why they do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just bring the whole family to the village and get it together to solve the problem. So the problem of this man was like basically his wife was asking him to cook and take care of the children. And as I think back of it, I'm like, why do you have to bring it to a whole village to solve the problem? I feel like another issue is the
2: fact that there
0: are gender roles. Yeah. I feel like I
2: hate gender roles. I, I feel like oh, In marriage, okay, we know that women are supposed to give birth and men are not supposed to give that's fine, that's one normal biological gender rule, but when it comes to taking care of the child and doing things in your home, you're doing things to benefit your home. Is not Another thing, like to men school.
0: think that when they do all these natural roles, that they are being so special. Oh, I take care of my children. I'm so special. No, you're not special. You're basic. It's just it's normal. normal. Like the you're world basic. World to help.
2: You did not put the child in me for me to carry it for nine months, push it out for you, and then still do all the work True. for them until they grow up, maybe eighteen years. And you see, years, see and all, all those house. single
0: fathers on 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 social media, like how they are praised. Oh my God, you're doing this all alone. Oh my God. Whereas when the single mothers are doing, they're like. Where is your man? Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll
2: be like Where where's your man? Um why are you You can't even derby? keep a man and, Yes, like why is it her fault? Mm. What what if the guy just ran away? Like what yeah. if she didn't push him away? But anyway, that's like a whole mm. that's a whole different story for another day. Honestly. <laughs> because I just I just feel like gender roles are not a thing. Like your when you're saying, I do to each other, it's supposed to be for better, for worse, for mm-hmm. a sickness, for and everything, like, you're supposed to do together. You're now one together. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing like, the man is taking care of the, the child, and this is something that you just decide, okay, maybe I work from home as as a man. Uh, why would I want my my Misha, me, I'm going to be a doctor soon, it manifesting it in the next two yes.
1: years, five years. Yes.
2: Three years left, I'll be a doctor. So why would I like come back from a stressful you unit, and then I'll now come back home and somebody's expecting me to pound yam? Who's gonna do that to you? <laughs> if you cannot enter the kitchen and pound Perhaps your yam, escalator. okay. Yeah. It's not to say that I will not do it if I have the time. But if you love coming back to the scriptures, if you love me. You should do it. You should just. Do it. <laughs> or just accept for us to eat takeouts. Yeah. Is there a problem? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a the problem? Thing. Before you married okay. me, you were probably eating no. takeouts every day of the week. Oh,
1: no, great to go first. Okay. I feel like this whole thing for me, it's like. Yes, there are like conversations about it. But I feel like the way I see it in my mind, I'll never change it because if not, like, it's very easy for your ideas of like how marriage should be. To be infiltrated because the world will forever see, like, before, like, I feel like before I found it so hard to understand what's the whole like marriage. Like, for me, it just no not make sense because I was like, at some point, I was like, I don't want to get married because it's like, I don't want to, what would I be cooking? Like, I was that daughter I was that daughter that I would literally have intellectual conversations with my father and I would have arguments with my father telling him I had like whole gender role arguments with my father then my father would give me scriptures then I would give him back scriptures that like so I was that child that always had something to say and I have aunties that used to tell me stuff like oh control your anger control like just apologize just. and I'm like why are, you, why are you telling me that but you never tell my brothers that so I was always that child but then I feel like it's because those artists they are coming it's at, at to me from a cultural perspective, not from like how it should actually be. Yeah. But I feel like at, when I when I got to understand God in my own personal life, when I got to understand the way Jesus loves, the way Christ actually loves me, and when I understood Christ's love, I'm at the point where it's like I would never want to get married if I don't receive that love. And it's like do we have forever's marriage like for me marriage doesn't make sense like if God is not the center of it I won't even see it as a marriage I'll just see it as both of you just said to go to the court and get papers God like I'll just see as companionship because for me a deal. Marriage, B- marriage is not a worldly construct marriage is a biblical thing so it's like I can't, I can't relate worldly constructs like, for me like as much as yes for me like women should be treated fairly like as men like we should also get paid if we work for this we should get paid we shouldn't be treated less than but also I won't see it as something like the word feminism still, no matter what, is a word is like a social construct. Not like a social construct, but it's like it's be- Yeah, it's a wordy culture. Like, like and a everything. man loves. There'll be no Exactly. Like I feel, exactly, that's why I see it. I feel like in like me personally, if I'm in a marriage, I won't want to use other things of the world to like be arguing, oh what should we do? What should we do? Because if God is center like you love me, I love it like it should it come naturally, like we like I sacrifice something sometimes. You sacrifice something sometimes. We um, are more equal what is the world, we um work together. We work together, we we become one, like I bring seventy five percent, you bring other percent, I will become one like like we'll have downs, we'll have lows, but our commitment is for better or for worse. As long as God is center, God will guide like we we'll, like it's just works you get. So it's like for me it's like like, I feel, for me, it's like, marriage, it's a whole imagery of the relationship. Like, I feel it's still a, an imagery of the relationship with Christ and church. That's what marriage is. So, when the relationship with Christ and the church was very infiltrated, all the churches in the Bible, there was something always infiltrating them. Something, all this stuff infiltrate. Some churches, they had so much envy. Some churches had so much pride. So, like, those were all these things infiltrating the relationship with Christ and the church. So, if okay so i feel like in marriage like you should if you choose to have a godly context marriage you should choose to not allow what all this all to this infiltrate because if not there will forever be argument of oh why, why like i want to be equal with you or oh, why do you have to submit to you but if it's just like okay i'm getting married i'm committing to you based on biblical standards like it's not going to be anything about oh you're higher than me we'll see each other as, as naomi said earlier as equal as one, like I love you and I want to love you and I want to love you better. I want to love you as I'm doing this for you, like we're working together because we love each other, kind of thing, and as friends also. So that that is how I see it.
3: Yeah. Okay, I just want to ask a funny question. So this woman put on her Instagram one day. She was like, um, "Me, I would never, ever. I just can't imagine myself ever cooking for a man. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't do it." Just, that what the woman said? Yeah, she had, I just can't her. do it. Like, but I will get a chef. And she was like what are your opinions so i can't remember i was listening to something and in first year a lot um, and i had my friend and we always used to cook for each other like i'll cook for her she cook for me say oh i cooked come to my room and it was just fun i really liked it because sometimes i don't have food i will just be like ah i'm hungry and she's like oh come to my room and eat so i can't remember something i think we were talking one day and i was like ah i like i like i like this i like i'll really appreciate this in like like in like in a relationship setting like because we love each other we just cook for each other and that kind of thing so when the woman put it she was like oh women what do you think and so i now put like if i like the way i love my siblings like if i if i have something interesting i want if i have an interest i want to cook it for you guys to like enjoy it or like even my sister she's working and i'm free or she she's writing a paper and i'm free i'll be like okay let me make something for you so i was like I i would i'm not doing it because women because society has constructed women that were meant to do it i'm doing it because i love i like you not even, not even i love you i like you as a person if i don't like you i, I want your happiness. yeah then i want you to be comfortable and happy and I, she actually replied that she was like wow this person actually has sense and he's like of course shedding a sense a particular <laughs> sense of light to it so i feel like that kind of thing and that also poses the question but why men don't want to take up some roles is that do they even like women or did
0: they just like the place that they have
4: been put in society? That's what I sometimes. Think that's what. Yeah, <sighs> word, word, word. word men. Do, do, do men <laughs> like women? Hmm. That's
0: the question. Yeah,
4: that's actually a very interesting thing because I feel like, um, you know how we were talking about just to relate really that back it. While we we're talking about how if men love biblically and love like Jesus, um, you know, like it would be very easy for us, you know, submit and do things like okay, we cook for them, do this, but then. Isn't it very presumptuous of us to say that men are even capable of divine love? Who's to say that human being, men, who we know are flawed and evil at heart, who's to say that their evil, flawed hearts are capable of divine love? But
1: they said love-like. Yeah, because they're not love-like. capable of
4: like.
1: it, it. They need yeah. God to be the one that is yeah. at the center of their you don't heart. Do they even movements. try? That's and that the only God the men that can embody you yes. I
2: don't know who was saying it's if you. Did, I, God God was what I was saying if you decide to have God in the center of your marriage, please I've just want to say this: if marriage is a biblical something. There's nothing like if you choose to have God, you're supposed to have God yeah, in the center. No man, no man, no man, he's supposed to be there. Yeah. For if you're getting married and you're doing church marriage, why are you marrying in the church if you don't believe in God? If you don't have, if you don't want to have God in the center of it, what's the use? Mm-hmm. You might as well just go to the court and sign paper and say now a partnership. Because to be fair, marriage was not made by any man; it was made by God. That's it. So He
3: sh- should always just be there. I have something to say. So I'm going to just give an example. So one time a while ago I went to stay with one of my aunties and she wasn't she when she left university she got married. Then at at the point in her marriage, she got I, I went to stay with her for a few weeks during um I used to stay her for like some weeks during like summer breaks. So when mm-hmm. I first when she got married, when she first got married, she wasn't working. Then so I actually saw her like do like Oh, because she's free she would actually like make food for everybody when her husband comes back she'll he'll have food at the point she started working and she was actually working at home and her husband was also working so he'll come back and actually see her she's still working and when he sees her still working he will just go and do his own food by himself or he will ask us like oh have we eaten? are we okay or should he get something so one day one day i was thinking is it that men don't want women to work because they want them to be doing house chores and they want them to be doing all these house things like, he was trying... I was like, is it that they, like they want, like... Do they want that superior, superiority because they are trying to avoid doing some particular type kind of... Acti- like, some kind of work. Do you, co- do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Because once she it. found, like, once she... Once he won't tell her, oh, uh, when are you going to be done with your meeting? Like, what is going on? Even even for lunch, even, like, on lunch, sometimes on Saturdays she'll still have work to do. She'll not be yet done with what she's doing from... On Saturdays, you just be like, oh, who wants to follow me to Chicken Republic so that we can get something for everybody? And I was really thinking, oh, hmm, 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 So it's because she's working now that this is happening. Okay, I understand. So, but is it that because men say, oh, I'm superior to you. I Let me be in charge. You, you can just do the other things. Do they do that because they're trying to avoid some nurturing things?
0: So I'm always thinking this thing where I always say to people, I feel like men don't value being nurturous. they value being providers, and not only don't they not value being nurturous, they disprove of what other people are doing so Demi wants to add something on that
4: oh yeah, I'm just saying that I understand this point about how um men like how that relationship was able to work, where it's like um the man was considered a the man walking and how we' are bringing up the question where it's like um men um in the sense, almost only accommodating because the woman is working. Do they not view anything other than working and providing as important? And so it's like I thought about you know housewives and how a lot of men tend to belittle the amount of work it actually takes to manage and you know re- and, you know be a housewife and manage a home how it's like the woman is putting all this effort into do something but the man will never see it as equivalent to the work he's doing and providing for the family yeah
3: that's actually very true like mm-hmm. they um, they tend to see it as almost nothing as like oh you just as, cook. As, as easy work like or even like the emotions some a lot of moms provide for their children they don't they don't see it they don't they don't appreciate it yeah. like because women because you can see because like most of the time men are providers so you can see the things they do so people tend to appreciate it but because women mothers provide a lot of emotional support like for their children and people don't appreciate it, which I feel like also causes like barriers and like problems and I feel like all things like this happen and when things like this happen. Society tries to understand it and to advocate against it, and that's why people start implementing things like, oh, equality, like feminism. feminism. So, like in, in, this, in society, it's called feminism, and I don't, I don't exactly know what it's called in a biblical way or that. You don't got no name. It has no name, yeah. So it's not I, supposed to be. Yeah, so it's not supposed to be. Yeah,
0: so. But I feel like it's because we can't really quantify nurturing work. You see, like the way men work, can, not men the way people work can be like okay you work for this amount of hours you did this amount of work you had this amount of money but what women like mothers i would just say mothers in particular they usually do like taking care of the children being emotional is for them doing all of the nurturing care we can't quantify that so they feel like oh you just stay at home what do you think you're doing that is more than me because they don't they can't put a value on that
2: I, they do it to be fair they do it for everything that has to do with being a woman a man would say oh period what's period i yeah. saw this skit thing i saw this skit thing where it was supposed to be a comedy skit but i didn't watch it to the end i just saw a clip of someone talking about that particular part so the person was like i think this guy on tiktok that talks about random stuff mm-hmm. so he was saying how like it was a skit about how the girl was lying on her boyfriend and then she was having period pains and then the guy was like oh it's he didn't say please. But he was like, pass me the remote. And then she was like, oh baby, I, I have, I'm having cramps. And then he was not like, what do you mean by having cramps? Come on, pass that remote. And then she squeezed her face, passed it to him. Then he not said, oh sorry, my love, that kind of thing. And then it's like they don't see period pain as anything. They don't see and they don't see what women like housewives do as anything or what is it to cook it's not just to cook stand cause vegetable turn 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 it's ready or this, and it's not only like mothers are providing um emotional support or doing all these things for only their children they're also doing it for the men themselves yeah. because those men, they will go to work and they will come back and expect food on their table. Who's going to put it? Mother's. They will come back. Maybe they had a bad day at work. Well. Why are they going to put their frustration on M- the same wife you married? So it's like they don't see it as anything. They just feel like, oh, maybe it's just what you're supposed to be doing. That's why we had to create period simulation for men to feel the pain. We had to, um, if a woman is pregnant, they will now bring one big watermelon and tie it to the husband's distance. So the husband <laughs> can feel the weight of the pregnancy and that's just wait to not the kicks. Not the pain, not the pushing. Nobody has found anything to show men how painful that part is. Until they can't, now, so now everybody's now like, oh, you now see men coming out and saying, oh, you and um, women on that period, people need to do this. You now see all these boys going to go and buy. Not that it's bad, though. But, like, why did it, it take cameras. so long for it, you guys to just reason that,
3: oh,
2: like, how it's, it's actually painful. Like, you now see, oh, you, people will not be grieving, This they're going to go and buy padding, period package, blah, 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 Exactly. But if you love your wife in the first place, if men loved women in the first place, they wouldn't have needed anything to know that. If I tell you something is painful, I'm not a stupid person. I will not be lying. It is painful. And if one person is saying, another person is saying, another person is saying, like are you a do, mood that you will know, that. <laughs> understand? Do they have to show you the pain? As far as I said, if someone tells you, oh, I have malaria, do I have to understand your everybody and feel the malaria for me to know that you're sick? No, I just take it that you have malaria.
0: Simple. But isn't that just I, I feel like it comes, Sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
4: Oh, I am just going to say, isn't that unconscious cultural bias? bias? In the same way, like when you tell um, a white person, a racist white person, oh, these black, black people are not bad, they're not good, they're actually good people, they're not, you know, all the criminals that like you think. But no matter how many times you tell them this, no matter how many people tell them this thing in their head, when they think of black people, they think, oh, these people are criminals, they're bad people. It's the same way when men think of the struggles of women. No matter how many, you no know how much, how matter how much proof they they get, they, they still deny it. Like, if you see the period stimulation, a lot of men are like, they're denying, it. they're like, no, it can never be this bad. They turn it up too is, high. Hey, yeah, you're not being yeah. denied. You're like, not saying, oh no, we are actually suffering.
3: Okay, even in this is how it to, to heaven.
4: This is how it This is how to Because this world, everything. Yeah. is mm-hmm. Maybe they're not capable of being saved anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like, Loki, it all boils down to empathy. Like, even if you're not experiencing something, like, empathy mm-hmm. would like you to still. Try to do your best to make the other person be better about their pain. It doesn't matter if you feel the pain or not, it doesn't matter if you've been through that. Like, it doesn't matter if it's not someone like you. Like just see someone in pain and try your best to make them feel better about what they might be going through. But the heart of man
2: is like-
0: wicked. <laughs> <laughs> the, morals,
3: the, morals, the morals of the person, like what are the person's values, what are wow. their morals, like how do they how do they think?
0: I feel like those are very important. I deal. feel like we should be able to quantify empathy. I feel like it's so important. Too. Yeah. We yeah. also
2: be able to quantify nurturing because it's very important. It's very important. <laughs> we yeah. should break some gender rules because it's not needed. Men,
4: take care of your children as well. Unpopular oh, opinion, guys. Do you not know, find it weird that when there's a lot of house husbands, for example, let me disturb the. There's this one. Um yeah. I see. Yeah. there was this um there was this um a man in my, uh, my my brother's school it was a school in canada um basically his wife had started this big small cocky business and it had blown and she'd become a multimillionaire. yeah exactly so it's like she was like a very very wealthy woman so you know the cost of child care in canada is quite expensive i was like instead of using my money to spend on house care. I can actually pay your salary I get in a walk now with the amount of money I have and you can take care of the kids and at least the kids will be raised by family but tell me why at school because my mom was going to pick up my brother at school and tell me why was all the women who were talking shit about this man being a house husband yeah, uh, they were all talking shit about him like ah look at this house husband doesn't have a job his wife pays his bill the wife pays his phone bill I was like it's because in it life we can live be peace that just brings into play how as a
1: woman, no matter how you can do, oh, I want to be this thing. At the end of the day, you will still want your man to at uh, to, to to some level have a certain amount of headship. But
2: that's
1: toxic, I think. That's toxic. Yeah. Not. But we are
2: toxic. No, we are. <laughs> <as, laughs> no, we are. No, we are. No, we are the clan, guys. No, we are personally, personally. Yeah. other guys.
1: Personally, to me, I feel at the end of the day, it's what works for you. Personally, yeah. I know myself, yeah. you know yourself. Mm-hmm. Me, I like, depending on how your character is, how the va- the qualities you have as a person, you need someone that also balances out. Yeah. So, personally, me as a person, I know I would want a man that I don't care if I bought any high incomes, I would want a man that, that treats me like an egg, basically. Mm-hmm. like I yes. want a manager because I know that's who I am I'm a very emotional person but I know someone I know I want someone that like will come to me for advice because I know I will have a lot to ad- offer when it's like oh like you sh- don't you think you should do this this way but I also want someone that's like that I can cook for mm-hmm. I also want someone that can cook for me because basically growing up both my mom and my dad cooks like my mom cooks for us my daddy my mom travels my dad will cook for us so it's like so at the end of this, what works? What works for you? Like I don't want a man that, I don't want a man that would tell me, oh, like, um, where's your share of the salary of of the monthly income? Or can you can you please can you please confirm like even if I'm any good amount? I want to want a man to tell me, oh, please can you just cover this this um this? Like I don't want that unless it's a stream where it's, like, it's necessary for what was to provide like. Oh, I want so I know what w- would would work for me and what I would want and I know and obviously like me my marriage well, I don't know about any other but me my marriage God if God is not the center, then I don't get married if God is the center then I rather not get married so like as yeah. long as God is the center I know like my marriage and plus the fact that we work together as most especially as friends and understanding with huh? love that alone will make the marriage succeed so I don't know what else, like, I would need, but like... But that
2: guy, sorry, not guy, that's yeah. our daddy over there. Not
1: daddy. <laughs> um,
2: he was not complaining. <laughs> he wasn't. Like, he was, exactly, he was like, so... It's what works worked worked for that. them. It's what exactly. works for them. That's why yeah. I said exactly. before, exactly. don't allow all this... Chuppa, 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 chuppa. Yeah. Because yeah. no matter what you do, everybody will... Yabba, yabba, literally, yabba, 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 to make your marriage
3: crash,
4: Especially... Literally, literally like, he was literally, happy. I
3: feel like this is, like hearing that like it's just a huge like lesson like even as individuals to not also p- put our own like opinions into yeah. people's decisions because mm-hmm. i feel like as individuals we're so used to that like someone tells us something about, like oh why are you doing it that way why why but that's not how we usually done It's like oh wow that's interesting i've never heard of. how is you? like how is, is you you, working? how is it working out because mm-hmm. those i feel like mm-hmm. when you when those some people, we have some things to unlearn because of that's what society heal has. From. Yeah, and heal from, because that's what we have seen in society. So we Because if now, I feel like if my secondary school self heard that because of how the kind of society I was brought up in, and I'd be like, oh, wow, that's strange. But the person I am now, I would like, oh, wow, I'd like to hear more about your experience because this is not something that happens all the time because I find it very interesting, like, what's going on and, like, that kind of thing. And, yeah, it's good to just... When we hear other people's... um or other people stories. Are do- stories instead of us saying oh like let's be the ones to actually implement the change instead of us mm-hmm. saying oh wow why are you doing it that way like no like That's why don't you better. try this it's like oh this is interesting like tell me about it like it's not as if they works for you yes, like, yes. Like, no
2: you are not going to ask literally, please can you give me advice on this literally they just told uh, you a story and then I'm like why can't it but yeah. did I ask
1: you literally people always have unsolicited opinions oh, so always. it's your choice to know what you basically Wait. it's your choice to know what you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm your marriage on. If your marriage does not have foundation, it's going to crumble with any small unsolicited opinion. Mm. But if you have a foundation, then no matter what comes, you know the value of your marriage, you know what your marriage, the foundation of your marriage. So if someone gives an opinion and that opinion doesn't go with the foundation of your marriage, you trash the opinion. Like, you don't need it. Like It doesn't align with your marriage. So talking
0: about values, I feel like sometimes people base your values in how how well they are accepted by the people around them. But your values should be based on who you are and who you Mm. aspire to be. It's not because... 80% 80% of your family is doing it in a certain way. 80% of your friends are doing it in a certain way. And, like, okay, I don't know what to do, so I will just go with the majority. And it doesn't make mm-hmm. you happy at the end of the day. You're like, okay, we just make everyone around me happy. It doesn't matter if everyone everybody's not your, it's your values, their values. It's your values. Yeah. So, I feel like it takes a lot of work to sit down with yourself. And sometimes people are scared to be alone, but it takes a lot of work to be with yourself and ask yourself, like, what do I want? Mm, Who am I bring to the table? <laughs> no, no, no. As no,
2: much what as... do I bring to my own
1: table
2: what do you
1: bring
0: to, you like? Bring to yeah. yourself like even if worse comes to worse you shouldn't depend on anyone for yeah. something you can bring to yourself like, work on yourself, do the work on Heal yourself. For yourself. Heal. Heal for your I think the problem is
1: where so many people have never done work. So many people don't know their, they don't know what they want. Like, I've seen this thing. Do not all rush to marriage. Everything's like happening.
0: You're not telling me, oh, so this is who I like, am? Like, oh, like I'm just, so it's like everything just ends up like. And it's so funny because how can you be someone that is so broken and you expect someone else to just, to just, um, m- Make up for everything oh God, sorry, that you yeah. are not.
4: Sorry, it was a cramp. You a bleep it was
0: <laughs> bleep. Oh <my> <laughs> sorry. It's okay. it's okay. sorry,
4: sorry, sorry, I, I was just
0: saying that. How can you be someone? You know that I don't want to trash it at anyone, but everyone knows this. Everyone knows what they've been through. Everyone knows their trauma. But you know that you still have so many things to heal with. To heal from, you stomach you still have so many like. Things inside of you. And you go into any kind of relationship and you expect the other person not only to provide for themselves, so to be there for myself, but to heal you from your own self. No one can say No you. one can heal you. You have to heal yourself.
2: Gosh, that's why I love mm-hmm. Sterling and Heal. I love Sterling and Haley Records. <laughs> guys do
1: shout out to Sterling Records. I see
2: records. Record. Yeah. You guys should gotta
1: listen to Mother yeah. Record and Record Podcast. Yeah. 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 They're so good. <laughs> but yeah. yeah honestly I've also had this serious sentiment like for the people that don't work for people that have healed like we need a whole new society for healed honestly. people so we can also find ourselves as healed people and have productive like relationships and marriage. can be Literally, I that, uh, I'm all for grace. I'm all for forgiveness. One thing about me is that one of my, my biggest values is forgiveness and grace. Because at the end of the day, we are
4: all humans.
1: <laughs> we all have flaws, and you'll forever have flaws. No matter how much work you do, you'll never be perfect. So,
4: oh, sorry, are you, are you Split your top, Please
1: Yeah. So at the end of the day it's like the stuff was basically like we should all we should have a first set. Because at the end of the day, like you've healed, you've done the work. You may not meet all these broken people that, are not unquote, you, that will not come and give you extra brokenness and extra trauma mm-hmm. and take you back to step one. while not shading anybody. Literally, like we're, we're just talking about. Literally, our own just from a friendly
0: trigger warning. <laughs> Once again, our dear friend Demi brought in a new topic, <laughs> so we just dive into the new part of the topic.
4: And your question was. Yeah, well, just a little up- unpopular opinion was are some wounds not capable of being healed. Okay. So
2: because there are some wounds that obviously like we can't heal, we just need to learn to give other people grace because you can't you can't expect the best from someone else when you're not even at your best. You can't expect hundred percent from yeah, someone Yeah, like the whole thing where you were saying how we need a whole setting for healing people. Yeah. People that are not healed can now be expecting that this healed person will be their saving grace. I'm not Jesus Christ. <laughs> Me, I went through my own things, Butters, my own hustle yeah. to be to be where I am. If you want to get to where, get to where I am first, then we can come and have a conversation. Don't uh, please, I'm, please, oh, no, 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 no I'm not okay. we can't. But but you get the point. Like you can't be imperfect and expect somebody else to be perfect to you. Like do the work
0: go to counseling I have the counter argument so if all the hill people are together the other people will just be doing some trauma bonding and giving broken <laughs> well well and I you that's what's going
1: on a lot like
0: if you guys have watched Love is Blind you will yeah. know the, the
1: business <laughs> development between our our dear on screen auntie Jackie and her fellow companion <laughs> Josh <laughs> Josh. what, what happened?
2: happened what happened yeah, so like based on, on, on you're talking
1: about trauma bonding that was literally a full on description of trauma bonding yes yeah that
2: was because um Marsh- let's, let's say Marshall is the healed one yeah oh, and Jackie is the oh, unhealed one Marshall's gotta be bit- Marshall if you're listening to this
4: we love you one it. love one love can okay, so so you, my my you shut up there <laughs> Marshall is just as problematic as Josh no, um, no, no, it's too. not.
0: I feel no. like Marshall could be problematic, but not as much as Josh.
4: You know why I feel like it's, it's a bit, the line is grey When I think back to Marshall, Marshall is healed. I can see that like, he's very emotionally intelligent. But he almost acted, I believe, in a way that was superior to Jackie when he said that I was trying to save you.
0: Marshall has a savior complex. That's why yeah. I'm saying that he, he could be as problematic as Josh, but yeah. I don't think he is. He has a savior complex, yeah. definitely.
4: To me, the line is great because when I think of Josh, Josh is bad. Josh knows he's That's bad. Doesn't try to pretend to anything other yeah. than bad. But Marshall it almost gives this vibe where he thinks he's completely healed. But no, he's the fact that he has a severe complex yeah. shows there's some wounds with him mm-hmm. that aren't fully healed. But the thing
0: is when you have a complex, it's not like yeah. you know it and just ignore it. I feel like I, I was listening to this, this podcast and they brought mm-hmm. it on Marshall. Anyway, I don't... I think he was a therapist and the person was telling him, like, I think you need some therapy as well because mm-hmm. you always go towards the people that are broken because you're trying to save them.
3: Was it it man? him? Yeah, I think it was... Vile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really I feel it's more
1: of when, yeah. like, people see something that was once in themselves and they are trying to heal it. Or, like, I say healed people. They see something or maybe who they were before and then it puts them in place where, like, oh, I'm trying to help you. But then it's... Then it looks it's, like Over that. time, it just becomes... Because... I even know people where it's like, like as you said, they keep on attracting towards people like that's that they always want to, and it keeps on breaking them and breaking them and breaking them, and it's like, like where does the balance come in, like in this whole like healing journey? Where it's does good, balance actually good. come in?
2: God is the balance. I'm setting
1: boundaries. Ba- mm. boundary- guys, boundaries is very important. important. The day I our about boundaries, like a whole new world opened to me because it's mm. very. Very important which is no. said <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, like personal yeah. learning <laughs> boundaries.
2: <laughs> like personal learning
1: about boundaries, like reading more, learning more about boundaries. So like yeah, boundaries are very So what important. is the biggest thing you learn about boundaries? I feel once in a learned about boundaries is that depending on who it is, like the boundaries for everyone in your life is different and it depends on. The level you place the person at in your life and how much you want the person to have access to your life mm-hmm. and also want to have learned that boundaries can change and boundaries can be very fluid yeah. depending on also depending on like trusts if someone breaks your trust there's no ways about it if you have set a boundary based on someone like breaking that boundary and they break that trust, that boundary like you will be shifted towards like on this scale to be shifted and that is okay. It's
0: okay too. like okay. philosophical question. How do you draw the line between um, flexing your boundaries and forgiveness? Hmm. I think
1: for me, it's more like let's say a friend now that was really close to me does something disastrous where it's like I, I don't even know maybe I don't even know what to say, how disastrous to but something very disastrous where it's like Every time I think of it, I'm like, like I feel actual pain in my chest. But then I healed from it and I'm like, okay, I'm forgiving you. The difference is that my boundary will be like, okay... I won't be as close to you as I was before. But if I see, I'll still say, tell you hi. I won't be in connection. Bringing, I won't go around telling people, oh, this person, this me, this person, because I have chosen to forgive them. Yes, I'll remember about it, but we cannot be as close as we were before because I don't want you in that space, that my close space again because you've broken that trust. But I'm still going to show you kindness. I'm still I may not be nice to you because that's not necessary, but I'll be kind to you as in a human sense. If I see you on the road, I'll say hi to you. I won't ignore you and treat you like, oh like you're like you're just not a human being because you've done this to me. i am forgiven you, but that space we we're in before, it's it, be it won't it won't be there again. I going not be like Demi.
2: Unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like trust can be rekindled? It depends on what the person did. So, uh, let's say, for example, like giving, going from the example, you have a friend, um person broke your trust, did something, and then let's say you see the person actively, you're working on yourself, you're working on forgiveness you're forgiving the person and you see the person The person was your bestest friend and you see the person that has started changing they've become a better person and then you look and say okay i feel like i want to give this person a second chance isn't that possible like can't yeah. i build
0: that trust back in you a, or does it depend on like what you did i want to first of all it depends on what the person did. second of all, it depends on once again what are your values So you shouldn't compromise your values because you want to be the most forgiving person. Mm -hmm. I had this thing, like, I don't, I feel like I no longer have it, but I had this thing where I wanted to be such a perfect person. So whatever someone would do to me, I would just, like, that. I don't want to be someone who doesn't forgive, and I would just forgive the person. And I didn't know the difference between forgiving and closing the bond. So I'd be like, okay, even though you did it to me, I don't want to appear like someone who doesn't forgive. So I would just... Act as if this thing didn't hurt me and bring you back into my life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it takes a lot of like character to be like this thing that you did to me. It actually goes against my values. So even though I can forgive you, I will no longer allow you in my life. If makes sense.
4: Mm-hmm. I think also you know if you remember last Sunday where the pastor was like. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean you trust them again Exactly Like when I think of trust, I think of like a mug You drop it on the ground, let's say the first time it breaks in half we can super glue it together, you will drink from that cup, you can have that cup, you can still use it if you want to But it will not be leaking, sometimes the water will be leaking out of it, it won't be perfect anymore yeah. I feel like relationships in the beginning, they're like a perfect form ceramic mug and once that trust is now broken, no matter how much you try, that cup will leak in some way. You won't get that same level. You may be able to put it together and bring it up and get something nice, but never be as nice as what you won't have. You know, that's how I see trust. And every time it's broken, it's harder and harder to put back together. Mm, yeah, that is very
1: That's true. And also, I also see it as, like, the question is, Do you respect yourself? Do you respect your words? Do you think your words have value? If you think your words have value and you've said, okay, let's say in my life, my value is I don't condone lying. Lying is just not something I condone. And then a very close friend lies the first time and I'm like, okay, they come to me they give me the reason why they lied. Okay. I just don't want you to feel this way. Please kind forgive me. They actively walk towards. I see them putting effort. I'm like, okay, yeah, you lied. Okay, I'm going to forgive you. I'll give you the grace. you a human being. Lied sometimes. It's maintenance. It. Second time, depending on how kind of a person. I'm to be like, okay, you explain to me. At the third time, I'll just realize, okay, I'm starting like my value of not coming to online. I am really saying, oh, my words don't even carry value. And you're just Stepping over me, like lying to me, like do you even respect me? Do you value me that you can look at me and think, oh, I don't even love you enough and value enough to, to feel that you're deserving of the truth? So I'm going to lie to you, that kind of thing. So it's like at that point, it's like okay, I forgive you the first time, forgive me the second time. This time I'll forgive you, but that is where the boundary has to be emphasized and like the line cannot be crossed anymore. So
0: don't let the judgment you make of yourself affect yourself. What?
2: Um <laughs> well, <it> best <laughs> on a a... the mug on
0: t shirt. Honestly.
2: <laughs> we have merch now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the end of our episode and just to conclude this episode I just want everyone to go around and see what they got from the session. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to take something away, just take something away from one of us. We start with a beautiful Naomi
3: okay so i wanted to say that um one thing i really learned so far is that um marriage is like a biblical concept and that everyone every couple should decide what they want in their marriage and they should use the bible as a reference to decide oh this is how we want our marriage to go second thing i learned is i learned is that um we should learn to mind our business and we should learn to instead of questioning the decisions people make we should learn to um learn from their decisions and say oh wow this is a new thing i've not heard or this is something i don't agree with but this is an opportunity for me to learn more about it and understand it better instead of being biased like we should kind of come into our everyday life with the whole non-biased yeah. attitude and just want to learn instead of throwing things off because it's make us better people and and then answer was about boundaries and learning how to um, stay being with yourself and establishing what your boundaries are and learning how to live within your boundaries so that you don't feel like you are not living your life for yourself.
2: Since they didn't introduce me, it's the lovely today, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what I've learned, or what I would like everyone to take away from what we said so far is, feminism is, is a worldly concept. It has no place in marriage. If your husband or if the man, no, not the man, husband, is loving to you there'll be no need for feminism in the marriage in the first place learn to do what works for you in your own marriage and take advice from people from outside people but put it pour it through the sieve sieve what you need and throw away the rest yeah
1: i think that's what i've learned so hi guys it's christine so um what i would like everyone to take from this um episode is that um number one a, like any relationship at first should always have a foundation and more, most important in a marriage there should be a foundation and the foundation is both of you coming together to agree okay what are we setting this marriage on and as a marriage, it should be on God first of all. Then every other thing that... I like every like you guys' values come after as a foundation. And also based on that, when you guys have like if there is an intimate in a marriage, always always aspire for communication. There should be a level of communication that you guys should be able to be at that you can solve everything within your marriage. And going for like outside opinions should only be very necessary when you've already communicated with each other. Because if not, you literally just bring in also opinions into your marriage and can become very, very disastrous. And that thing I've learned is that working on yourself is very important. Searching yourself is very important. Because at the end of the day, you can keep on looking at other people and be like trying to give your opinions. Oh, this person's like this. Oh, like, oh, no, this person needs to do this. But it's like, what about you as a person? What are you going to do as a person to better yourself? So focus on yourself, better yourself. So at the end of the day, if you end up getting married and being in a marriage setting, you don't have to worry about all this unnecessary or toxic behavior, brokenness and everything.
4: My overall takeaway from today is um, that um, basically everyone has different perspectives. You know, um, we talked about marriage from a biblical perspective. Um, we can all read the same passage and get the different meanings from it. it doesn't mean that any of us is wrong for what we you know, perceive from it. I feel like we all get the message we are intended to. Um, I personally feel like my main understanding about marriage, although I do understand it's biblical, is that simply, simply speaking, no one's opinions or ideas are more important than the other. I feel like if we agree to just agree in that sense, equality can be maintained. We can respect the fact that some people believe that some rules are for men, some rules are for women. But when we now all come together and agree that no one's voice is more valuable than the other, then we can live in almost, you know, a perfect equalized marriage. Thank you very much. And my personal
0: take is that you shouldn't force your opinion down on every, anyone's throat so it's not because you have a certain perspective or something that people around you should have the same perspective on the thing so let's say for example you're, you're looking to settle you shouldn't go around and looking for people who you force to have the same ideas you just go around people who really think like you and you can come together in one don't be forcing people around, like, don't be on social media terrorizing young girls. <laughs> <laughs> and make them feel bad for the way they feel, for the way they are, because most of the time, the men that are on social media, writing all those stuff, their target population aren't even women who are in the same age range as them. So, I don't know what they are trying to do. And another thing I would say for the people, for all of us here that see those messages on social media, like, don't let people who are not in your life affect the way you view your life. So I'll just conclude with that. And thank you very much for coming today, y'all. So thank you
2: for having us on yeah. your beautiful, beautiful graphic
0: podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to Growing Soul, the podcast brought to you by Cindy. See you in the next episode.